0: everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Spectrum Lounge. I am your host, Rebecca Theodore Fishon. and I have a special guest with me today. Uh, say hi to actor Alexander Hodge. He just debuted on last week's episode of Insecure, otherwise known as Asian Bay, aka the Asian one.
1: <laughs> a- the Asian one.
0: <laughs> hey <Yeah>. Alex.
1: <laughs> I got some real competition for that title there because there's mad white people trying to take that. <coughs>
0: I was like, "Oh my god!" Because we we were actually um, we were at a at a bar in Brooklyn last week, so mm-hmm. we had a viewing party, just kind of celebrating Alexander's debut. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we were I was going on Twitter, so I did a I did a search on Twitter. I put uh, the hashtag #InsecureHBO and in Asian. Cause clearly that's what because they didn't know who Alex was <laughs> <laughs> so the whole time during the the episode I was just like passing my phone at him and he was just like blushing and just laughing they were like
1: listen some people they just wow. they had some wild fans for that show
0: yes they do wow. well I mean when we met back in May I told you that I was like your life is about to change yeah
1: dude. <laughs> yeah so we, we we got together through Jake Choi Yes, shout Our out boy, to Jake Choi. Jake, the man's about to go off on single parents. Yes. September twenty sixth. Quick plug.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, on ABC. On ABC, <laughs> correct. <laughs> um, yeah, we met, because um, 'cause I'd actually <clears throat> I'd been like living out in LA mm. and we made we became friends through something we did with ABC. Okay. And then I came through here for a week mm. and he was like, You gotta meet Rebecca. Aww.
2: Like,
1: no, he was he was <laughs> like, he was like shouting you out big and it was just like mm. she's awesome she's like a big advocate for actors of color asian actors yes. which is amazing we're all here for each other yes we are um and yeah and so we, i think we had coffee
0: what was it in, it was like williamsburg or yeah or Bushwick, yeah right? we we're, right. were there like four hours it was fun yeah yeah um, i was like oh if he's a friend of jake then he must be cool so
2: yeah
1: yeah and then yeah. that's it that was like it was game over from there and then we got that uh-huh <laughs> Man, I, I'm not a fan of group texts. I gotta yes. say, like, I just can't keep group texts going. Oh, it's but
0: it's a it's a commitment. <laughs>
1: our group text with Jake and Erica, yes. has stood the test of time. Yes, it has. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's something special.
0: Yeah. No, I'm I'm like so excited. So actually, the connection between you and Jake, uh, just a real funny story because you're the character that you're ca- that you're playing on mm-hmm. uh, Insecure, Andrew. Um, I actually got, what was funny was like within two weeks, first, Louis Tan had actually hit me up and he was like, hey, he was like, had you, have you ever heard of a show called Insecure? And I was like, "Uh, yeah. And I'm like, you it's like heard? one of the hottest. It's like, a little show. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I was like, it's just on Sunday. It's Insecure Sundays. We mm-hmm. rule Twitter, black Twitter, Asian Twitter. We're just like all on it. And so, and then two weeks later, Jake hit me up, and he was like, "Oh hey, um, I just got a casting call for <laughs> this role of *Insecure*." And I'm like, you know, and I love Jake, and I yeah. love Lewis, and I yeah. was like, I root for both of you whoever gets the role. Jux, so it was just yeah. New.
1: Kid on the block. Shit. Yeah, Just. but
0: but interestingly <laughs> enough, for both of them, they they couldn't do it because mm. of commitments. Um, Louis Tan, for anyone who knows, he's on, uh, Into the Badlands. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now he's currently shooting Woo Assassins, which I'm so excited. It's a new Netflix series. And then Jake had the commitment for, Um, Insecure. And then I think... Uh, not well, was on Ford, Single Parents. On Single Parents, UJ. yeah. And then he had that HBO show, Succession, I think mm-hmm. that he had shot earlier. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is all good. So yeah. now it's just like, so now you're part of the group.
1: Listen, more work for us. It's, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. So
0: let, let's talk about this accent, because I'm sure people are like, <laughs> what's he's Asian, but wait, yeah. Australian accent. What's going on here? Yes. Give us the breakdown. Where are you from? Um,
1: so I was born in Sydney, born mm-hmm. and raised in Southwest Sydney. Yes. My father is Irish. My mother is Singaporean. Oh. So I am... I guess um, like I call myself Singaporean, but mm-hmm. a lot of people, especially for those who know Singapore, it's largely like made up of you know several different um, I guess different uh, races mm-hmm. like, or, or just like different um, parts. So right. there's like Malaysian and Chinese, which are like two major populations in Singapore. Okay. and I'm from Chinese Singaporean. Oh. Exactly. yeah, so. Something like 10, 12 generations back, come through Hainan Island, and yeah, you know.
0: Wow. So, I, yeah. Have you been to Singapore? Yeah,
1: yeah. So, I used to go a lot when my um, when my grandparents were there. Um, man, I spent probably, yeah, once a year, like a good few weeks there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think my parents just wanted me to get out of the house and, you know, not deal with me for a minute, so <laughs> they just threw me off with the cousins. Right. But it was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, Shout out Crazy Rich Asians mm. that was shooting Yay. in Singapore. And oh, that
0: movie was so beautiful. Listen, like, when just, I tell oh. you
1: I cried through that movie Aww. just because I'd never seen Singapore on the map like that. You know, like True. I grew up as a kid mm-hmm. going to Singapore, visiting my family. And like, the, you know, it's the question you always get is like, oh, what's Singapore like? What's Singapore like? And mm-hmm. it's hard to describe because Singapore largely today caters to um, the like expat, you know. Right. Um, business you know um, workers who come through especially because it's a large uh, travel hub for, for mm-hmm. a lot of Asia right um, you know and and that then that makeup is largely white as well so mm-hmm. they cater largely to you know to, to white um, expats mm-hmm. so it's it's very different to to what I grew up knowing in Singapore you know I grew up on the outskirts of the city oh. and you know I'd spend time with you know my my, my relatives in what's called Mm companies and um yeah you know i grew up like the local markets and everything right so So
0: what language do they do they speak in (sighs)
1: so the Mm -hmm. official language now is english oh yeah okay um but they're like my family speaks mandarin
0: do you do you speak
1: mandarin (laughs) just a little bit i mean unfortunately you know it's Mm -hmm. it's It's something that happens, you know, when when you are of a minority background, you grow up in a white society, you tend to try and assimilate. Of course. And so, Mandarin was actually my first language I ever spoke. Okay. And then, you know, I got to a certain age and I sort of wanted to speak more English. I felt self-conscious speaking Mandarin. Mm -hmm. So, English became my, you know, dominant language and then became my largely only language now.
0: Right. Do you yeah. think you'll ever go back to, like, learning how to speak? Listen, or? I have tried.
1: I <laughs> have tried. It is. It's no joke, man. I don't. I used to speak it. So, like, right. I don't. Yeah. I, I want to. I really want to. Yeah. Um, I can pick it up when yeah. I go um, when I go to China, when I go to Singapore. Um, I can pick it up sort of just, like, colloquial terms and things. I can get around. But, right. Um, if somebody would have stopped me today and asked for directions in Mandarin, I would...
0: Like, yep. yeah, <laughs> I no, I, I feel your pain because I'm uh my parents are from Haiti. And so mm. uh they spoke both uh French and Creole, which is kind of mm. like the Patois of Haiti. And so that whole idea of like, I just wanted to be American. I want to learn how to speak French, mm-hmm. ah, French and Creole. And then, of course, now that I'm older, I really regret it. <laughs> <laughs> you,
1: you miss, you miss, you know, it's sort of like you get you, you get to a certain age and then you start trying to go back and rediscover what made you 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 know rediscover your history that you tried to run away from yeah that it's just it's you know I mean it's sort of like when people sort of talk about you know kids are just kids you know Mm -hmm. kids are no joke man like kids (laughs) on the playground they are cold they you know they are brutal and so like when kids bully you for having an accent Mm -hmm. for speaking a certain way for you know if they catch you speaking with your mom and your dad like in a different language and they, Absolutely. And they don't know it and so they don't know what they start you know poking fun at it because that's that's what kids do yeah and, and
0: we, we just want to fit in exactly
1: mm. you know we just want the cool shoes yep we just, we just want to speak the language <laughs> that's what it is so yeah you know i definitely got to a certain age and i was just like man Mm. I could get paid so much more if I spoke Chinese. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna keep our fingers crossed for you. Um so what was the experience like? So you were raised in Australia or yeah. in, so what was the experience of being a mixed race child in, in Australia? What was that like?
1: Um it was it was uh it was definitely <laughs> it wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. You know, um I have a lot of sort of, you know. Social and political views of Australia, um, especially being removed now, yeah, but growing up it was just like I remember watching people treat my mom mm. like like she wasn't human right and like, like my mom is like the strongest person I have ever met. She right. is a titan yeah uh, her and her sister actually they are incredible mm. um, but I would watch people just reduce her to, to, to caricatures or mm. to, to, to nothing. Um, it's funny because these people that I was watching do that they they weren't explicitly white either oh. you know, I grew up in a largely Lebanese um, community Interesting. Uh, Lebanese, Greek, Macedonian um, as well as some Chinese and Korean mm. but it was almost like I don't know, it was just like she was, she was an immigrant Spoke with an accent Right um, I never knew She had an accent Until my friends Were like Where's she from I was like Wow what?
2: Yeah Because yeah. like, you, just,
1: you just Take it for granted That's how they talk That's who they are You know mm-hmm. um, But yeah You know People just I just have so, uh, One really vivid memory Just sticks into my Into my mind And it's not even like A vicious one Right It's just like it's the one that really sticks out, mm. and it's just my mom. Just she, she was doing her exercise at the local park. You know, just she, she used to run at the local park, do laps. And I, I went one day, just oh. just to hang out and just you know run with her. I was a little kid, oh, yeah. and I saw these four young men. You know, it's when like you know all the boys hang at the park and everything like that. And like she was running past, and I saw them just just you know tightening, like pulling their eyes oh, back like that, and no. and and mimicking her running and yeah. and laughing in like some kind of like. I don't know, like Breakfast at Tiffany's, kind of like Asian caricature, kind of way. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, that just has always stuck with me. Yeah. And I'm just like that. I think of that when people when people ask, you know, what's it like growing up in Australia as you know as mixed or or minority or anything. You know, I just think like when you're perceived as other Mm
2: -hmm.
1: people, you know, whether it's out of fear or out of out of anything, they just sort of they tend to alienate it. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to attack first right you know what i mean yeah and you know that aside you know i've I've got some amazing friends my best friends are still there Mm. but um yeah you know growing up as a kid in school again you know i would have like close friends close friends who were white and they would say you know oh they'd they'd say they make a giant chinese driver or something they look at me and be like oh man i'm man i'm so sorry i didn't i forgot that you were chinese you know but you know what man like I don't even see you as Chinese. You're like, and
0: I think that's a compliment. That's a
1: compliment to, mm-hmm. to, to to remove yourself further from from who you are and yes. your identity is a compliment. Right. To whiten you is a compliment. Oh, absolutely. I mean, listen, Serena Williams, mm-hmm. that cartoon.
0: Oh, let's not. That was, but he really thought because mm-hmm. I watched. But he an doubled interview. down.
1: He doubled down. Like, oh, he, he did. There was there was no apology. None. But you None. know what?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I look at that. Am I surprised?
0: Yeah, like that's typical. I guess for us, for the American public, it was just sort of like, I mean, we know racism is everywhere, but it's like we think of mm-hmm. like what? That was from yeah, you guys did that, and yeah. they were like, yeah, they this newspaper actually has a history. And I think the publisher or the editor in chief also defended him. It was like mm-hmm. we're not, we're but not that's, that's the thing. Yeah.
1: So, I also another part of another mm. question I yeah. get asked being Australian is like,
0: right.
1: what's it like here versus you know there? Right, and I think. Yeah, racism is rife in both places.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a lot more violent here, right? Um, a lot more institutionalized here, Ooh. but it's much more much more socialized there. Interesting. So here, mm. racism is it's very much institutionalized from law enforcement, from um, rent application, yes, from work, everything. Mm-hmm. In Australia, it's much more socialized. So it's not that you know law enforcement is looking for. For you know, black and brown people. Right. I mean, that's part and parcel of social racism. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. is assuming the fault is on somebody who is other.
2: Right. Um,
1: but it's it's much more like colloquial. You know, like someone someone could just call you an, call you the n word without even thinking it was an insult. Wow. Yeah, because they heard it in a rap song, and they say, oh, yeah. Oh, and, and, and and their justification would be like, oh, they do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that you know? that I mean, because we're 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 watching the that story with the the Botham Jean shooting, right? Like mm-hmm. a black man getting shot in his own uh, killed. Let me not say shot killed, killed. in his own apartment, mm-hmm. and we're already seeing the spin, right? Because two well, days we're ago, seeing several different they're things. like, oh, we found pod. Oh, absolutely. Man, they absolutely. are just yeah. <sighs> <laughs> so I I, I can yeah. kind of see the difference that you're that you're yeah. talking about. So. When did you first become interested in acting or what was it was there a performance or a show or someone that inspired you Were no. like okay I can do this?
1: I actually got, I got kicked out of a class and I had to take another class. <laughs> <laughs> I um yeah I kind of um so I grew up on like the the not the picturesque side of Sydney. Okay. And um and I Okay, I got a long version of this if okay. I, to go for it. So I was in kin- I was I was in uh, kindergarten at one primary school in like southwest Sydney,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and this one teacher, she was a lovely older lady. She was my teacher when I was younger. Um, my father was in prison when I was younger. Oh wow! And so, she like obviously you know the school knows about certain children and their certain living situations. Mm-hmm. Um, so she knew about that, and then you know fast forward eight years. I'm in another school now, on the other side of Sydney, and her son mm. is my woodworking teacher. Wow. Yeah, right? Okay. <laughs> Crazy. Okay. Um. Anyway, I, I wasn't the best student. I just didn't have the, the faculties to <laughs> <laughs> maintain attention, to listen to what all these, you know, yeah. old people had to tell me to do and everything. Right. But um, one day, yeah, this, this teacher, the son of my kindergarten teacher, who had known my history mm. decided to bring it up and made a comment right about my father and about where the direction I was heading oh and I took exception to that and I was mm. in a workshop full of tools
2: Woo! so oh
1: I, <laughs> I got removed from that class pretty quick <laughs> and um then yeah they said you have to take another class or else you're gonna fail I looked at the classes and it was ancient history modern history and theater and I was like Mm-hmm. I'm not writing these essays, man. Get me in this theater class, whatever. <laughs> and I and I and I got it. I got it. And I went in, and you know what? I found out you do just as much writing in theater as you do in history. Are you I serious? Would, yeah, and then like they're like, write, read this play, and I want a five-page analysis. I want Whoa. I was so mad. I was so <laughs>
0: mad. You got curved.
1: Yeah, but it was the first class that I ever topped.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: And I was like. I can get an A this easy alright mm. cool I'm gonna keep doing this
0: do you remember what your first role was or um,
1: no but I do remember mm-hmm. um, like the guy that was like drinking beers in the scene right and I, think I was 14 years old and we got a couple of beer bottles um, and like poured out the beer. Actually, I drank drank half a beer and then (laughs) poured the rest out. And then I replaced it with lemonade and then put the lid back on and then did the scene. But like parents were in the audience. Yeah. And so like we did it and then like, because it's lemonade, it made that sound when we opened the beer. Yeah. And then like we drank it and went on and then like finished the scene and like, you know, there was applause and stuff. The teacher stormed down to the stage, snatched the beers out of our hands, Ooh. and stormed off the side. Oh
0: my god. Yeah, goodness. and she
1: tried to get us in trouble later and I was like, nah man, that was lemonade
0: <laughs> See you were trouble a troublemaker back then too.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know I like to think I've cleaned up a little bit since then. You know, I've learned a healthy respect for you know So when so is. when did
0: you come over here to um, immigrate to America?
1: Ah oh, man, so I came over for my best friend's wedding. Yeah. This was like I wanna say like five, six years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, It was in Nashville. And we went down, he got married. It was beautiful and everything. And then a friend of mine was in New York and he was like, come through New York. I was like, nah, man, I don't like New York. And then he was like, nah, come on. So I went through. And then I was actually gonna audition for an acting school in Australia. And I was like, I need to do something here. I need to like, you know, prep myself. I need to like, I don't know, go audition for something while I'm here. Right. Just to like get in the right mindset, like, you know, try it, fail it, and then go back and do it right. Um, so I was just like, was walking through Manhattan one day and I stumbled on this school, the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. Mm. And, um, I like walked in and there was this big sign that said like, <laughs> no visitors without appointments. And I was like,
2: oh,
1: <laughs> ah. so I just kept <laughs> walking <laughs> right? and I walked through and I just like curved front desk and just like walked through the classes. I like, poked my head in everything like that. Ended up on the top floor and I was like, Hey, how can I get an audition for this place? Oh yeah. And they were like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> i was like i'm alexander uh-huh. um and they gave me an audition date like for 10 days later and i was like all right cool mm. i left i was like i guess i gotta find some pieces to to work on and i did that 10 days I, my boys were actually recording an album upstate yeah so i was up at the studio with them going over my audition pieces while they were um recording their album mm. and then i came back down and i auditioned and then i got in
0: do you remember what the piece was what I you did, auditioned
1: with? i did i did equus
0: wow yeah i remember reading that
1: yeah, in high school Yeah, man. that's a good one equus is cool equus is like i love that play right um and so yeah so i did that and then yeah i got accepted i was like awesome mm. i don't have any money so i can't do this <laughs> and then they offered me a scholarship i was like all right wow All right, we'll see how this goes so i went back to yeah. australia and i Cleaned cars and fixed cars for a year. Slept yeah. on my granddad's floor. And wow. came back here a year later. Mm-hmm. And the rest is history. I graduated in 2016. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think the last two years I've been kicking around and right. yeah.
0: And now you're on insecure. Now I'm on insecure. So tell yeah. us about Andrew. I, like this, the past few months, Alexander has just been like military <laughs> silent. He's like, I can't <laughs> tell you that much. Listen, all I know is that he HBO, wears really nice suits. they suit. hear everything. <laughs> He's like, I can't tell you anything.
1: <laughs> I gotta say about the suits, man. Like, uh-huh. okay, so so Shiona is the is the costume designer for yeah. this season, mm-hmm. and Tanja is is her assistant, and so we all got together and we were going through like I had this one main fitting. And like it was all Valentino, Philip Lim. It was Ooh. like Alexander McQueen. It was what? everything, right? Wow. Off whites. I was Secret like, this
0: girl got a budget for what real. I heck? was like, I
1: was like, this is <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. I can I can do this, right? Um, and they were like, yeah, we're really excited. You know, like this is the first character we get to really do this with. Yeah. Halfway through shooting, uh uh-huh. they changed their mind. Andrew got to be more mature. Andrew's got to be more refined. He's got to wear suits because he's got to get Molly's attention.
0: Wow. Oh.
1: You know, and so because
0: yeah, because the way we saw. Uh, Andrew dressed last week. I mean, that makes sense. You're well, at he wasn't Coachella. wear a suit to Coachella? Right. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. So tonight. Okay. Tonight. Well, going back. Let us know. How did you get the role of Andrew? What uh, was the, the uh, audition process so, like?
1: So um, I was actually. So while I was here with you, mm-hmm. I had just. No, actually, no. It was a previous month before right. we met. I had come back for a week, and then my manager was like, "Got this appointment for you back in LA, and it'll come through." Didn't hear for two weeks, and then got an appointment for. Um, LA -hmm. and so I went in while I was in LA and they do everything out of um, like I think it's like it's like El Segundo area so it's like it's like um, South LA yeah I don't don't even think it's South Central it's like South LA Mm -hmm. Um, and they got a studio over there um, and so I went down by the way LA I've learned
2: Mm -hmm.
1: take two hours Mm -hmm. to go to an audition are you kidding me (laughs) two hours travel for 45 (laughs) seconds man i was i was mad but anyway oh my so goodness. so that's so i went down for the first one and i was like all right cool i read with um, the casting director mm. and casting assistants were in the room um, it was it was cool it was it was nice it was whatever you know i'd done them a bunch of times before mm. and then i left i was like all right i feel good yeah i did what i wanted to do mhm and then didn't hear anything it was chill i was like all right at least i had the audition right and then i think it was 2 weeks later or 3 weeks later this is when I'm actually planning on moving back to New York. Right. And so I, yeah, it was about 10 days before I was mo- moving back to New York. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, cool. Got a same day callback. I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's what they do. You know, they said, they give me three weeks to wait. And then they say, can you come in in four hours? We've got three new pages for you. Wow. I was like, all right, cool. We'll okay. do it. So I went back down another two hours. Mm-hmm. I went back down and um, I read with casting again. Okay. And this was a callback scene. Um, the audition scene is in tonight's episode and then the oh. callback scene is next episode. Okay. But so we did the callback scene and they were like, all right, cool. We need to play more. We need to play more. Um, and actually like, so everyone that I'd seen was like was wearing suits and everything. Mm-hmm. Like that was kind of like the character that people were interpreting. Right. Here I am in my t-shirt, leather jacket, just like, <laughs> just <laughs> me. Right. And then um, I was like, I went to the callback. I was like, oh, maybe I should tidy up. Maybe I should, you know, so I go in wearing, like, you know, a nice shirt and stuff. They're like, what are you wearing? Oh, no. For real, for real. They were like, do you have another shirt? I was like, uh, I think i got a shirt in the car. Like, all right. right. So, um, yeah, I basically just, like, like fixed up what I was wearing again. They were mm-hmm. like, we liked what you were doing the first time. By the way,
0: uh-huh. if
1: you get a callback, back that like what you're already doing,
0: uh-huh. don't change it. Good and advice. I, I
1: learned that. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I, yeah, I changed I put my t-shirt back on, and then I just uh, ran it a couple of times. And then, like, the last take, we just, like, Played around with it, ad-libbing, improvising and stuff. Yeah. Um, which is touch and go. Some people like it, some people don't. Mm-hmm. But then I left and it was cool. Mm-hmm. And then I was moving back to New York. Day before I'm set to move back, I get an email saying, you got to come in tomorrow. Wow. We got a producer session reading with Yvonne Orji <laughs> and Issa Ray and Prentice Penny. Woo! That's so casting. And I'm like...
0: Oh, my gosh. I'm like... Were you nervous?
1: <laughs> if you could see my face right now... <laughs> I was I like, like, I was like, first of all, I get to meet Issa Rae. Are you mad? Like yeah. that I already? You're guessed. winning. You're That's winning. That's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, all right, cool. They're like, same scene as the callback. I was like, cool,
2: mm-hmm. no worries.
1: So I get there, and then you know, this is the next day. I, mo- I move my flats. Right. We um, get there the next day. There's like a you know a couple of people in in the waiting room. Everyone's from all around the country. And then yeah, went in. And on the way in, um, casting associates like, you know, the last take that you did, it's what they like. Let's do that one again. Oh. so I walk in mm-hmm. and everyone is on break right so they're on lunch from shooting right so Yvonne's got like a whole meal Issa got a whole meal Prentice got <laughs> Prentice got ribs in the room and I'm like oh alright cool so we're just like hanging out here yeah yeah Um, yeah and we just sit down and <laughs> and, and we start talking and then casting um, Matt goes just remember American accent and oh. then Yvonne goes
2: hold up uh huh where's he
1: from and Issa's like, girl, I told you he's Australian. And she's like, he's <laughs>
0: Australian. That sounds oh, like shit. Issa too.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so, but when I tell you, like, uh-huh. just being in that room was like an episode of Insecure. Oh you know my what goodness. I mean? The way, they, the way they vibe is amazing. Yeah, the chemistry yeah. is incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, so we, you know, we, everyone went quiet. We got ready to do the scene. And um, straight up, first line, she goes, Molly goes, so what do you know about Australia? <laughs> and just, like, straight back. And she's like, oh, I want to talk about Australia. She's like, can Andrew be Australian? Right. And, like, Prentice is like, no, no, so, no. But I think anyway, you
0: told me that they that there was a discussion about you trying to keep your Australian accent. Right? I don't know.
1: It wasn't really a discussion. It was just, like, mm-hmm. that was the word. Everyone, like, people wanted it. You know, everyone was like, can you be Australian? Let's make him Australian. But, like, Issa and Prentice were like, no, nah, nah, he's got to be American. And I and I, and I get that because, like, this show is about South LA, you know yeah. what I mean? Like no, let, yeah. Let's so let's
0: talk because I know we had that discussion when we first mm. met about that decision. I think you said something about uh, we were talking about sort of like an exoticism, right? Like if you had kept yes. the Australian. So
1: this is what we were talking about yeah. um, with just in terms of Asian male representation. Yes, and you know I, I I arrived at the conclusion that I think it's awesome that Andrew is American. Mm. Because playing a love interest as an Asian, if I had my accent that I have now, that's such an easy out. Ah. you know that's, that's an easy way for people to find me appealing mm-hmm. not because I'm Asian because I'm Australian because I'm other because you know because I sound like Chris Hemsworth or Heath Ledger or something like that yeah, you know? yeah. So the fact that Andrew is American mm-hmm. there is no excuse right you know what I mean like yeah. you have to you have to you have to see it and believe it. In all of his Asianness. Yes. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I think I, I actually really like that mm. that he's that he's American.
0: Right. So yeah. So what can what can you tell us about Andrew?
1: Man, mm. Andrew. Andrew's like. He's like low key trouble. Mm-hmm. Just because, like mm-hmm. he wants it all. Like I honestly think I see him as like I see I think he sees like Molly's game, no. like her work ethic, like like. What she's about, and I mm-hmm. think he's like he respects that because he's he's similar. Mm-hmm. Like he's all out. You know what I mean? Like right. and 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 you'll see. You know, he, his mouth gets in, into trouble a little bit just because like he says what's on his mind. You know, and he's and he's quick. So That's exactly, Molly. <laughs> so you guys are perfect for each other. <laughs> exactly right. So so I think I think with Andrew is like he also like he likes he likes to push the envelope a little bit, mm-hmm. and so. I mean, that's already bad news with Molly. But. Uh, right.
0: <laughs> well, it was interesting because I know, uh, you know, when I was reading some of the comments from last week's episode, people, um, well, particularly the the women fans were like, yeah, I really like Andrew. I mean, aside from, oh, he's gorgeous. Blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> but you are. But um, no, but then the other thing that I think was so cool is that they were like, they picked up on the fact that, that Andrew was very protective of Molly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the scene where they were at the bar, the first guy was there once Molly started unloading yeah, yeah. he left and then Andrew he was did. like no tell me about your problems <laughs> and then when you guys went to Coachella when when Andrew and Molly at Coachella like he was kind of like physically protective of her too mm. particularly when the fight broke out so already <laughs> you know what I mean and that's yeah, the thing yeah, I love yeah. is that you can tell by somebody's actions mm. where it's like oh okay so this is yeah. kind of like maybe where this really well, I mean should.
1: shout out to production for, yeah. for putting that story together between the lines you know like right that's, that's some amazing post-production work that they 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 crafted that story. Yeah, you know that, and people were able to to pick that up. Mm. But I think, um, yeah, I think, like, yeah, he he wants it all, but that does. I don't think that negates his humanity. Yes, you know, I I, th- I think he's very driven. He's very, um, you know, I guess forthcoming and so on. But
2: mm-hmm.
1: but he's still like he still knows what what's important. Right, you know? and I and I think, I I think he's a decent guy. you know, yeah. I I think that from right right from when he first saw molly when they first all walked over i think he was like yeah all right that yeah, one. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know um you know so what she just had eyes for julian first that's all right
2: you know, oh, no. that's okay. <laughs>
0: i mean I, I always feel like when people meet at their worst mm. if, if you see me at my worst it's like i can't surprise you anymore well that's you know it I mean? right and like i think
1: i think that's like i mean you, It'll play out over the mm. next couple of episodes. But right. I, I think also that's what excited Andrew. You know, mm. Andrew was like, oh, cool. Like, because he, he didn't see Molly at work. He saw Molly like when she chilled. Right. And not many people get to see that side of Molly.
0: Right. What was that? Uh, Molly squared when Molly they said squ- that? <laughs> <laughs> she like, I'm Molly and I'm she Molly. So,
1: <laughs> she was so great. That scene at the bar. Yeah. She's just all So what's over. it like
0: working with or, Eva? I just love Eva and Orgy. I love her so Listen. much. Yeah.
1: I, I can't like, I can't heap enough praise on, on these four women, mm-hmm. let alone the rest of the crew, but these four women, you know, um, that, that first week, that was my first week on set. Yeah. Um, that pool party was day one mm-hmm. and so it was all four together and just like, just consummate professionals, you know, mm-hmm. not only that, the funniest people I've ever been around like oh, to yeah. work with, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, you Yeah. Know? like. Natasha, mm-hmm. everything she was like,
0: fantastic in last week's. Half episode. All her lines so. are improvised. Oh my god! That whole what Jill, that
1: Jill Stein bit? That's that's just that's her. Wow! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's just like she's on it. She's amazing. She's, she's always there with a the line. It's yeah. Amazing. That Janelle Monae, uh-huh. all her, like everything, <laughs> just like just off the off the cuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Yvonne as well. Just like Yvonne is Yvonne has this amazing thing. So like so that first week mm-hmm. we shot, we had three travels. two overnights to end the week so so those night scenes were shot overnight in Ventura it Mm. was freezing right Um, but Yvonne has this thing which I'm like I love that um, Mm. she's every time there's like a point where she could complain where she could say something right and she's serious regularly she's number two on the call sheet she could she could snap her fingers and get something done but anytime there's a complication or anything like that I feel like one could complain right she just says thank you Jesus (laughs) She literally just says, thank you, De- thank you Jesus. Let's yeah. it roll off her back. And she's yeah. like, all right, let's do it. You know? That sounds like her. But that's the thing. Like, yeah. to be able to do that three years in, mm. you know, yeah. at five in the morning right. when she has a 10 a.m. meeting. My goodness. Yeah, like, they're nonstop. <laughs> These <laughs> right. women are nonstop. They, yeah. They're they conquering the world. Yeah. And they should be.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. But, yeah, she just, she has this, like, absolute gratitude mm-hmm. when it comes to the work, when it comes to you know, making sure everyone else is okay, you Mm -hmm. know, making sure that everyone's, you know, being taken care of, right, from crew to cast to everyone in between. Yeah, which is really incredible.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can see that, because I know the cast, um, they're on Twitter, most of Mm -hmm. the cast are on Twitter, yeah, um, live tweeting every Sunday, and then you know, following them on Instagram and stuff. Like, I can, like, there are some shows where you can tell that the, case, the cast are just, like, fake loving each other, like, yeah yeah, 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 But you can really see that they really care about each other. Oh, yeah. Like, you'll see someone on Twitter try to attack Issa, and then yeah. the other male actors will, like, jump in to defend her or oh, whatever. Oh, that's Prentice, too. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, is not don't play. Quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't play. I was like, I wow. love it.
1: Though. I, I love it, you know, I love and the best thing about that is like the work culture is you always know where you stand yes you know like yeah when i first got there i was like i was worried you know because you, you never know you know mm. you're doing okay you're doing bad like what's going to happen if you're if you're messing up prentice will let you know Ooh. like that's <laughs> it and 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 i love it because he was right. he's the same way with the women you know the first day we we're all joking around too much we'll, we'll get behind schedule mm. prentice made sure mm-hmm. <laughs> no uncertain terms that we had to get this shot done right and so it was like all right cool and yeah. there was no there was no like disrespect or shade or anything it was just like mm. all right okay cool yeah let's do that yeah you know yeah so it's like it's all honest and it's all appreciated and it's all received right and i think it, it creates the best environment
0: yeah i saw the the ig stories uh isa had a yacht party uh, to celebrate the the Emmys from yes, for Monday and OmG I was like how do I get on with Issa? because I need to go to this party next year for it was soon. it was amazing like Tracy Ellis Ross was there you don't need
2: to
1: tell me I I, I was I, just I, like I, I was like, why am I, why am I in New York again?
0: Yeah. Oh gotta, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're gonna get you. The season finale is yeah. coming up in a few weeks, so we ah, need to make cool. sure that you get there. <laughs> Listen,
1: it's all love. Like I, the rap party was wild enough.
0: It like, was. Oh yeah, I saw the videos of that. Yeah. You know what was also cool? Um, you had like on your IG stories, um, like in the makeup room, like when they were doing your hair. <laughs> I don't know who, she was a black j- hairstylist and she was uh, like yeah. styling your man bun.
1: Thomas Smith? Oh, yeah. that's, that's Yvette. You're that's of, Yvette. Yvette. And Yvette's you were amazing. just in
0: that chair like, and you were like, I only want black women <laughs> to style my hair from going forward. Listen, <laughs>
1: black women know, man, they know hair and they know yeah. how to, they take care of my hair. Really? I've never yeah. had my hair taken care of like that before, you know, wow. just like. It's always, it's always been pull it back and yeah. put it up in a bun. Yeah. I don't care how painful it is, just get it done. Yeah. I was like, the first episode that happened, and I was mm-hmm. like, I said to Yvonne, I was like, man, my hair is real tight. Like, it, <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> and she was like, we yeah, are black women. She we like, what, she said, what are you doing? <laughs> just tell them to go looser. I was like,
2: right. oh, you,
1: you can do that? <laughs> you can tell them to go, to go easy? Right. And so the next day, I, I rolled up, and I was like, hey, Yvette, can you... um." Just, uh-huh. just I don't know, maybe, just, uh just, just uh, be a little softer on my hair. Yeah. She was like, oh
2: yeah, sure. Why not you
0: tell me? I was like, right.
1: Oh, thank God. Like, I want to tell you how to do your job. You know. Right,
2: right. I'm, like, I'm that
1: guy where I'm like, I'm like, I'm just trying to make sure everyone oh, else course. is doing well. Everyone else is having fun. Yeah.
2: I'm,
1: like, I feel like I'm, I'm like, everyone's like nephew in the hair and makeup trailer. You know, like I'm right. just there just. Cracking jokes and Yeah, just,
0: no, the 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 hair was looking on point. <laughs> at least from the videos that I yeah. saw. So I was like, wow. They
1: take care of yeah. I I learned things about my hair.
0: Oh really? Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. And okay. now I know how to, you know, take care of these little flyaways and okay. how it makes make this bun look, you know, nice and neat. Uh-huh. It's <laughs> that, it's important, you know.
0: That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So so what can we expect to see in tonight's episode?
1: Uh, tonight's episode. Well, I mm-hmm. mean, damn, you already seen the, the teaser. Mm, we got I a couple see- characters. Yes, but yeah. we're talking about
0: you. We know oh, okay. about the Lawrence High.
1: All right, all right. Uh, all we'll right, have to talk right. about that another time.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Andrew <laughs> and Molly. All right,
1: all right. Tonight, tonight, you'll see. Um, I think you see Andrew's intentions become a little clearer.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and I think that that's going to land on Molly a certain way, mm-hmm. and she's going to need to figure out how how she wants to respond. Right. whether or not she does respond. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Andrew's sort of, you know, like all the fun and games are kind of like over from Coachella, they're all back at work, they're back in LA, and I think he's just like, he's like, yeah, right. like I want to take you out.
2: Wow. You know? Yeah, so. Yeah,
0: we'll I'm see. excited because um, I, I know particularly, you know, with representation, mm. you know, there's been a, I mean, you're the product of an interracial relationship, and, mm-hmm. you know, particularly in Hollywood, the, the default for interracial relationships tend to be, black and white, and specifically... Something in white. Yeah, something in white, and specifically black women and white men, right? Mm-hmm. You rarely see black men and white women, right? Mm-hmm. And and I have a friend of mine, Jason Johnson, who had some interesting comments and theories about that, because he was like, when you look at who the gatekeepers are in Hollywood, like the showrunners and the studio executives, those are white men. Mm-hmm. So... You know, with a black woman, it's it's not as threatening as mm-hmm. putting a black man and a white woman or, you know, any man of color mm-hmm. with a white woman because, you know, white women are sort of whatever. So, yeah. So now we're going to have a black and Asian interracial couple. That should be interesting. Um, <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm,
1: I'm excited to see what the responses are. You know, I know yeah. I know there's going to be some deep, dark pocket of Twitter that's going to be, you know. She Twitter.
2: Ashy Twitter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I warned. I, I warned Alex about that. I was like, "You're gonna get a. There's gonna yeah. be a lot of like Team Molly and Andrew, and then you're gonna get some. Yeah. Oh, why can't she be with a black yeah. man? Or why I mean, can't all, she? All
1: I have to say to yeah. like like that kind of attitude is like, mm. cool. <laughs> Keep it up. Yep. Like,
0: I, d- I mean, everyone's gonna have an opinion. Yeah. You, you know what that? I
1: mean? I'm yeah. I'm like, I'm 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 done trying to like, you know change people's minds if they're they're so deeply set in it yeah if you're if you're willing for like to have discourse Mm. awesome let's do it let's sit down let's chop it up let's let's grab some coffee and talk Mm. but if you're gonna at me on twitter about how you hate this person who doesn't exist because he's coming for black women and taking black women from you know their rightful place i'm like all right man you (laughs) you just get on you
2: yeah i
0: remember um there was some talk of that like i had to pull up a, there was a report, it was the Loving Versus Virginia, they were celebrating mm-hmm. the 50th anniversary, and they had a study, like the US Census, of interracial couples, right? And um, amazingly, the highest amount of interracial couples are Latino and white, not black mm-hmm. and white. Latino and white, followed by Asian and white, I think. So mm. Latino and white, Asian and white, so I think they said four out of 10. Mm. Uh, interracial relationships tend to be a Latino person and a white person, wow. um, Asian person and a white person. And I think when it came to black and white, right, mm. I I think 70, like 80% of mm. uh, black men are married to black women. So th- I'm like, I'm not really sure what this <laughs> crisis is about. Like, you see a couple of black celebrities with white girlfriends like Donald Glover, and it's like, oh, my yeah. God, you well,
1: know? I think... I mean, this also leans into, you know, your next um, part of the podcast. is yeah. like, you know, leaning on celebrities and, and shows and things to teach people. Right. To, 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 to show the way for, for everybody else, mm-hmm. you know. I and mean, we already talked about that. In terms yeah. of Like, you know, if, if you're getting your education from celebrities, then, you know, you need to look at your avenues more so than mm-hmm. the, the celebrity culture around you, you know. Right. Um, I think what, you know, power and influence celebrities have. They should treat it with respect. Mm -hmm. um, And they should definitely be careful of what they choose to promote and put out. But if somebody loves somebody else,
2: Mm.
1: that should be celebrated. I I don't think that's hurting somebody else. You know what I mean? And I think if if they're going to put this out there, you know, uh, a black woman and a white man together, or a a black man and an Asian woman together,
2: Mm.
1: that's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's all right. (laughs) There are worse things out there. Right. Especially when
0: you look at, like, Issa's character, I mean, up until now, like, Molly has dated all black men. Mm-hmm. Issa dates all black men, all hues. Um, so I'm like, there's definitely, at least yeah. I don't feel like there's an agenda with Insecure where they're like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you shouldn't date black men. At least I don't, no. I don't feel I mean,
1: that way. But also, like, Issa's already had uh, that dark corner come for her for the chapter that she wrote.
0: Oh yeah, you and know? I read the book. I yeah. read the entire book, and you know she was you know saying that it was uh tongue-in-cheek because because yeah. the book is satirical
1: i mean it's Issa ray right you know yeah
0: so it's then they just like copy and pasted yeah. and put the screenshot but i was like okay yeah. but did you put the chap did you put the paragraph yeah. before that yeah but you know how twitter is it's like mm-hmm. you know well, sometimes only room
1: for 140 characters so they got to get all their madness into one tweet <laughs> and then they got to let it out
0: yeah yeah, yeah, I think the way she handled it was great, like, yeah. and I just admire because they've become a for her, like, since day one, since mm-hmm. Lawrence Hive, whatever, mm-hmm. you know what and I mean? And she's still succeeding. And she's just so, uh, above the fray.
1: Thank you, Hades. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. fourth well. season
0: renewal. So, wh- are we going to see you in the fourth season?
1: Um. So, speaking with Prentice and Issa, mm-hmm. it's...
0: It's open?
1: It's Yeah, you know, we'll see, we'll see. You know, you'll see how the season ends. Okay. And then... I guess we'll see how everybody responds, and then see where we're at.
0: Great. Well, yeah. thank you for coming through. Of course. Thank you of so. Course. Insecure um, airs tonight, Sundays, ten mm-hmm. thirty p.m. Eastern time. Yeah. We got three more episodes. Three more episodes. Oh god. Yeah, are gonna wait. A whole this season, year. Ugh, I, I feel like there's not <laughs> enough. Most some people are like it needs to be an hour. Some yeah. people are like it needs to be more episodes. But I you was know like, what? someone said
1: that to Prentice on Twitter, and he was like, I got three kids at home. <laughs>
0: I love that answer. That's it. I actually think it's perfect. I actually think it's perfect because it's Mm -hmm. like there are these self-contained seasons Mm -hmm. and it's like, and it's a lot of storytelling. And there are no
1: commercials. No. I love that. You're welcome.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So where can we find you on social media?
1: Um, My social handle is on Twitter and Instagram. It is XRHodge, which Mm -hmm. is my last name. So it's very awkward to tell people but right. that's that's where it is if you find me good on you
0: great so will you be live tweeting tonight
1: uh yeah i will i yeah. will oh by the way thank uh-huh. you becca for teaching me how to live tweet that's
0: <laughs> you're welcome you got me no that. it's so much fun i'm like <laughs> you gotta go on there because i know before like your social media activity was kind of limited I'm just before you got the yeah, role. I was, which i understand yeah yeah but now you, now you're part of the insecure family got to I know, I know. I yeah. gotta, I
1: gotta. Well, I mean, I appreciate, mm. I truly appreciate everyone for watching. You yeah. You know, like I think that's a, I, I just, I love that people are watching and engaging. So yeah. I, oh, they're, I, they're I looking love...
0: for you. I saw tweets. Yeah. They were like, "Who is that guy?" <laughs> they were going on IMDb and like, <laughs> "Who?" Listen, when I say
1: someone found my theater school headshot. What? Yep. And they put it out there, and I said, "Really?" Wow. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Let, let me tell you something. Black Twitter detective agency is no joke. <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh,
1: man. I'm, 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 I'm going to have to call them one day. Whenever, whenever I need.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Some research done. Yeah, we've cracked some cases over the years. <laughs> so thank you. Uh, thank thank you, you so much.